And after 30 days, it was insane to see that the plant that was bullied was, you know, looking super dull, like some leaves had died. It was really looking bad. While the other one was like thriving and blooming, looking great and perfect. I think this can be translated just as well to really remember and remind ourselves to not bully ourselves to think of yourself as a almost plant right that needs words of encouragement that needs words of love to be able to grow and flourish i think that can be really really helpful hello everyone and welcome back to the very beginning so excited that you're tuning in again this time it's not thursday it's actually wednesday that i'm recording it and it's not just any wednesday it's valentine's day so happy valentine's day from me to you and i wanted to use that opportunity of valentine's day to um yeah really have kind of a love related topic um but not so much as kind of the cliche you know love in the context of partnership but really focusing on yourself so i want to talk about self-love about trusting your body about self-respect and all things that have to do with ourselves today as you can see in the background if you if you're watching this on video my doggy bella is back with me again she's now my um, constant co-host it seems having a good nap back there but yeah, apologies in advance if she makes any noise and also apologies if you listened last week and you kind of noticed a lot of background um, noise. It was really me being so fiddly with my fingers. I was kind of touching the mic stand all the time. So today I'll try to keep my hands to myself. <laughs> But um, yeah, well, Valentine's Day. Um, I, again, I don't know how you feel about it. I am personally not the biggest Valentine's Day fan, I have to say. I don't know what it is about it. Like, I've always kind of struggled with that holiday. I find it to be a bit, I don't know, fake, may I say, a bit inauthentic, just seeing kind of everyone almost being, or many men being forced or feeling maybe obliged to buy flowers or chocolates. It almost seems like they're not, like many do not do it from their heart, but just kind of as a, as a, you know, because it's expected almost as a check mark. So I personally always ask my husband, like, do not get me any flowers today, please. I mean, I'm more than happy to receive them any other day of the year, but not today because because I don't know, I just feel like, you know, you should do it because you want to and not because you feel like obliged to. But again, just, just my personal opinion. Um, but I, I do like to take today as a reminder um, of self-love and kind of that important, important relationship that you have with yourself. And it reminded me of my favorite quote from Sex and the City. I don't know if you're also such a big Sex and the City fan uh, as I am. Um, at the end of the series, when Carrie walks down the road and says that the most exciting, challenging and significant relationship of all is the one you have with yourself. And I think that is so true. Over my entire, I would say, like kind of growing up, puberty, early 20s, I feel like I've been on such a long road to really work on that relationship, work on myself, being comfortable with being with myself, um, kind of not seeking validation in others or not, you know, looking for others to fulfill any kind of gaps or give me any kind of, you know, validation. So I think that we are on such a constant journey of, of self-love and self-acceptance. 
But I think especially in a fertility context, and that's why I wanted to talk about it today, um, it's it's such a difficult one. And that's also something I really struggled with, right? Because if you're trying to conceive and you see month after month after month a negative test it's so hard to still be like you know I'm I love myself I love my body I'm great um because it's so easy to have these thoughts creep in right that like I'm not good enough I can't do the one thing that everyone else can do um you know and have kind of all these really really tricky thoughts then come in that are almost kind of like self-sabotaging or, you know, if you're going through IVF and you feel so bloated and so hormonal, it's just so hard, right, to stay in this positive mindset of actually, you know, I still appreciate myself and I appreciate my body because it so quickly becomes you against your body. And even if you're not, you know, going through any kind of fertility challenges, I think uh, every woman experiencing, you know, kind of the cyclical ups and downs. And if you haven't watched or listened to that episode, I can link it below where I talk kind of all about the different phases of the of the cycles or of our cycle, all of my learnings there. But I mean, in that kind of hormonal, um, right up and down and that hormonal roller coaster, it's also really, really tough to just every day be, you know, really appreciative of what our bodies are doing. And also when I talk about self-love, I, I really don't mean it in a context of like, hey, every day I want, you know, myself or like I expect myself to say like, I look great. I love myself. I'm perfect. Like not at all. I think that would be really, really unrealistic to do and say. But I really mean it more from kind of an acceptance standpoint and from a thinking good thoughts and kind thoughts about yourself. And, you know, to be okay with saying like, hey, you know, today I feel really comfortable. I, I feel great. You know, I'm happy with myself. And on other days where maybe we don't feel so good to almost have like a little bit of, you know, a toolbox that we can then go back to to um, really figure out what can we do to just make ourselves feel a little bit better, but at the same time, not let ourselves go into this like super negative mindset of having like doubts about ourselves, about our confidence, about our bodies and so on. So today I kind of want to, you know, put this whole episode under the umbrella of being your own Valentine and be giving yourself the gift to really accept yourself and love yourself and celebrate yourself. Um, so I put together kind of my top tips that helped me in the past to really embrace that um, self-acceptance, as I said, or like that self-love um, in kind of as, as good as possible every day of, of my life. So my first tip, and, and that sounds a bit weird, so I'll, I'll stick with me for a second. I'll explain what I mean by that. But my first tip is to really mirror any negative thought that you have on someone who is important to you. And what do I mean by that is imagine some negative thought creeps in. So you're thinking something along the lines of like, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't like myself today. I'm, you know, if, you, if you're in a fertility context, um, it could be like, my God, I, I suck. I hate my body. I'm not able to get pregnant. I feel like such a loser, right? So imagine these negative thoughts creep in. And instead of right away just saying like, oh, no, I shouldn't be thinking like this. Because honestly, I mean, I don't know about you, but it doesn't really help me just to say, oh, no, that's, that's a bad thought to have. So just allowing these thoughts in. But then instead of kind of letting them soak into you, 
Think about how this would feel like if you were to translate them on a friend or someone maybe that is close to you that you know that is struggling to conceive, right? So if you were to think about this person like, oh, this person able to get pregnant, what a loser, right? Like what a... She, she probably hates her own body, like she's, she's not capable of doing this. So immediately you'll be like, oh my God, no, I wouldn't say those words to that person. I wouldn't think like that about my friend. What am I doing, right? Or maybe in a different context, if, um, you know, maybe you're, you're bloated or you're in your period or you're going through IVF and you're full of hormones and you think like, oh, I look so fat, I look bloated, I don't feel like myself, I suck. Again, if you were to translate that on someone who you care about, like let's say you're your best friend, your sister, your mother, or maybe if you already have kids, your daughter, you would immediately be like, I would never, ever think like that about that person, or I would never, ever say those thoughts to that person. So I think if we try to almost like see if that shoe that we're trying to put on ourselves fit on a person we care about, we will be so quick to say like, oh my God, no, never in a million years would I think like that about that person. And for me personally, it really helps to then ask myself, well, then why am I thinking like this about myself, right? So kind of putting putting that, um, you know, that different head on to see, well, does it does this fit for the other person? And if not, then why in the world would I ever have these negative thoughts about myself? So I think it does help to try to not judge ourselves so harshly. And I think we'll always probably be kind of our own hardest critic, but still kind of putting putting yourself in this other perspective, seeing if you were to ever think like that about a person you care about might help you to start thinking less negatively about yourself. Uh, tip number two is to seek out spaces that inspire you and make you feel seen. I did my very first um, retreat last year with one of my closest friends, and it was honestly one of the best experiences ever. It was a um, retreat for only women. I think it was, I don't remember how it was called, but it was kind of about all kind of different topics that I'm really into. We did yoga there, it was really good plant-based food. There's also a little bit on astrology, on cyclical living. So super, super interesting. But I think what I found the most transformative about it is really to be in this group of women and really allow myself to be vulnerable and also open up and kind of sharing what's in my heart. And so did the others. And I think that honestly also became one of the reasons why I feel so strongly about sharing all these personal topics, about talking about all these intimate topics, because I noticed, you know, there and then in this small room of, let's say, 15, 20 women, how transformative it can be when we allow ourselves to, you know, to speak our truth, to show ourselves vulnerably. Um, I remember how we kind of went one by one at the end of the retreat to kind of say, you know, what, what uh, we found to be the most, um, you know, what we're grateful for that we experienced or kind of what the feeling was that came up for us. And one woman said that she like kind of that weekend made her notice how long it has been since she has really smiled or laughed. And honestly, it made like everyone cry. But it was so nice to kind of 
be in that space where you felt so like seen and heard and inspired, right? And at the same time, it also really helped you to accept and love yourself more because then you saw, well, everyone kind of has their package to carry more or less, right? And everyone has different things they're dealing with. So you're not alone with this, no matter what struggle you're going through, no matter it's fertility or something else. Um, and I mean, it doesn't have to apply to just like this life physical context. It's the same. And I, I think even maybe more important so in the digital world that is so present in our lives, right? Especially on social media. I think I talked about this on, on other episodes here and there before, but it's so, I think it's so important to really be so conscious about the content you consume, especially when it comes to self-love, because there is a lot of really fake content out there. I mean, literally, like there are accounts of, you know, people generated by AI that aren't even real, that then kind of live up to all these like different beauty standards that a human can't even live up to, because again, like it's not a real human being shown there. But I think there it's so important to really be super conscious what you consume. And I mean, I don't think it's realistic to say like, you know, delete all your social media, don't consume it at all, because, you know, it's it's part of our lives. But I think what we can try to start doing is just to be really selective about, you know, the people that we follow, the content that we consume. I kind of, you know, made a conscious decision to unfollow certain people and then follow, you know, other maybe influencers or people that are doing really inspiring work that I find really, you know, uplifting. And at the same time, you can also be really conscious about limiting your time on social media, right? Like putting kind of those um, daily limits on each social media platform to just not allow yourself to be soaked in to that whole soaked into your bubble because I heard from so many friends that especially in those moments when we struggle to already love ourselves when we struggle to accept ourselves we tend to then go on social media and then what do we see we see some highlight reel of someone maybe you know showing even a photoshopped image of the perfect body on a beach and of course like how does that help to make ourselves feel better like it just doesn't so I think being really conscious about that um, again like seeking out those inspiring places no matter what it is, a retreat, a yoga class, a dance class, going for a cup of coffee or a glass of wine with a couple of friends that, you know, you know, really inspire you and can hold that vulnerable space for you. Or being like really, really conscious about the content that you consume digitally, I think can make a really, really big difference. Tip number three is, um, and I mean, that one is quite obvious, but taking time for yourself. And again, like not a groundbreaking tip, but I think it's so important to still remind ourselves to do that. I used to feel so bad about it and honestly still sometimes do, um, especially when there's a lot going on, especially when you have so much on a to-do list or maybe, you know, when I'm kind of, we have such a long to-do list, like both me and my partner together and then we're kind of sharing it. And then I know, you know what, I won't be able to uphold my list of tasks because I just need to take a break for whatever reason. But I think it's so important to still do it. And then, you know, kind of figure out what is it then really that you need to do to kind of recharge, right? Is it going to yoga class? Is it maybe going to the hairdresser? Because, you know, that will just make you feel so much better. 
Because remember, as women, we are going through all these different phases, all these different hormones. And that's not even talking about any kind of fertility journeys so IVF journeys. But if you are going through these, it's even more important to take this time for yourself to allow to just be or to allow to, you know, get out of that bubble of doing, doing, doing and having to deliver and just allow yourself to kind of recharge. And what I found quite helpful to have with my partner um, is almost like a little emergency button, right? So that um, we kind of both know that if we feel kind of overwhelmed, no matter if it's with work or with life, we can say like, hey, I just need to do this, right? I just need to go to that and the other person wouldn't meet that reaction or wouldn't react with kind of judgment, right? Or wouldn't feel like uh, let down because I think that's so important to hold that space for each other to allow to really, you know, do what makes you feel better in that moment and not, you know, meet the other person with kind of any any issues around why you're doing this or why you're letting me down. So I think having this conversation could be really helpful if you, you know, have a partner or maybe even if you're living with a roommate, right, to just kind of know, like, I know I promise this week I'll do X, Y, Z, but right now I'll just need to, you know, go and take a yoga class and I promise I'll do it after. Um, and then, you know, that the other person kind of meets you with acceptance and not judgment. And then tip number four is to really speak kind words to attract growth. There was this really interesting experiment I read about as I was preparing for this episode. Um, I heard about it before. I don't know if you did, but um, it was a couple of years ago um, conducted in a school where basically two different plants, I think it was called the anti bullying plant experiment but it's essentially two plants that were exactly the same plants in exactly the same conditions were kind of put up in a school and then for 30 days um, for one plant was talked to by a group of kids with really negative words so they were like really bullying that plant saying really hateful things to that plant um, kind of being really mean I mean not physically but just verbally and then the other plant it would only receive words of encouragement of love the kids would really talk kind words to it and after 30 days um, they examined kind of how were there any changes between those two plants and keep in mind they were kept under the exactly the same conditions in exactly the same environment like same light same water everything just really the words that the plants were receiving were different and after 30 days it was insane to see that the plant that was bullied was you know looking super dull like some leaves had died it was really looking bad while the other one was like thriving and blooming looking great and perfect and i think that's such a i mean that was an experiment for anti-bullying um to kind of show kids you know the effects of of bullying and how why they should be kind to their fellow students but i think this can be translated just as well to really remember and remind ourselves to not bully ourselves because that's something that i think we intend or we do much quicker as i said in the beginning in tip one to speak those negative words to ourselves for some reason we are so quick to do so um it's so important to remember right that it's 
possible, right? To expect our bodies or to expect ourselves to feel good, to expect ourselves to be confident, or even if, if you are in a fertility context, to expect your body to be able to conceive or get pregnant. If constantly all you are saying to yourself is negative thoughts, if constantly all you have in your mind, you know, kind of is self-judgment and self-doubt. So even though this can be so tricky, and and believe me, I've been there, right, especially when you're full of hormones and you're kind of in this really negative spiral, but just to kind of remember this little plant experiment, right, and to think of yourself as a almost plant, right, that needs words of encouragement, that needs words of love to be able to grow and flourish. I think that can be really, really helpful when you think about like, how can I treat myself better? How can I treat myself with more love and more respect? So I hope these couple of tips really help you. Um, if you if you struggle to appreciate yourself, if you struggle to respect yourself, and again, it's it's not about you know kind of a quick remedy and a quick fix. And of course, if you're struggling with you know kind of deep um, deep negative thoughts and deep negative feelings, I've said it so many times. I'm such a believer in therapy and coaching, whatever it is. I could only you know I can't give any medical advice, medical tips, but they're like of course I can only encourage you to seek the professional help if needed. But I think on a daily basis, if you know, you have those negative thoughts creeping in, I hope that these couple of tips can really help just to break out of that negative cycle. And especially on, on holidays, right? And days like Valentine's Day, if if you find yourself perhaps not in the position or in the situation you would like to be, right? Like if you're single and you would prefer to be in a relationship or maybe you've you have been in a long relationship and you just anxiously waiting to get engaged or to get married or whatever it is, right? I just want to send out that reminder that you don't have to look outside of yourself, right? That maybe today, you know, and maybe even every other Valentine's Day, we can make it about, you know, celebrating ourselves and celebrating our own beautiful, wonderful self and can totally be our own valentine right so um with that i just want to send you you know a lot of love from me to you i hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week embrace some wonderful self-love self-care ritual think some positive thoughts to yourselves and um yep excited to see you again next week and of course if you like that episode i would really appreciate if you subscribe or if you like it if you leave a review really means a lot and I absolutely love to receive your comments and feedback so please continue sending those thank you very much and see you next time